Hello and welcome to Minecraft Lab, where we explore, experiment, and theorize about all things Minecraft. I am Minor Thoughts, and with me again today is... The Troach! And we have yet another, another subject to talk about, possibly controversial. Uh, but let's let's uh, let's keep it light for right now and talk about what we know about the snapshots and uh, what the uh, Mojang devs have given us in the snapshots, which is the warden. Well, it, first of all, I thought the video was hilarious. I thought it was very well presented. It was it was goofy. Um, it was awesome, and frankly, it was actually really nice because there was a follow up um, on it from on twitter by king b dogs as well uh with some of the behind the scenes others behind the scene photos of the development of the warden and seeing where it's come from to what they've ended up with frankly with some of the the things that i saw i'm very glad that it's ended up how it's ended up otherwise minecraft could be the laughing stock <laughs> of, of the gaming world with the with the design of the, the creature but um but i think they may have actually given away how it's not going to be so easy to cheese the warden battle this time. Warden, little teaser video, I'm hoping was just a tease to uh, upcoming snapshots. I think the warden's going to be something special. Um, it's getting a lot of attention. It's, you know, it's getting a video done about it. So I think the warden is getting built up. It's getting hyped up to be something special. But no, the, the warden, I think... Um, you know, there, there was always talk about it that, that it was going to be beefy, it was going to be hard to beat, it was going to be different. And the the tweets that were coming out from the, the Mojang team indicated that it wasn't going to be as easy to cheese it as what, say, the Wither is and the Dragon is. And Well, you don't really right. cheese the Dragon, it's just an easy fight as it is. But the Wither, you can cheese the Wither. Um and they alluded to the fact was that it, it wasn't going to break blocks. It was going to be intelligent. It was going to be smarter. Now, in the video, mm -hmm. they showed one of the, the precursors to the Warden was something called a Stalker. And what was right, interesting yeah. was that the Stalker could transform itself to be able to fit into a one-by-one -one block space. So with the idea being that it doesn't matter if you try to tunnel away from this thing, it was going to be able to follow you. Exactly. So exactly. how are you going to cheese that? It's, I don't think... I think they're doing a really good job. And one of the comments that King B Dogs made uh, was that, you know, it, don't want to just have this creature that breaks blocks because that's too simple. What can they do to make this thing more intelligent? And that's probably a really clever solution have it transform into a different form of itself so that it can get into different spaces. Plus oh, okay. you've plus you've seen the videos where the the warden can actually go into the ground. So right it, it merges. Yeah. So I think I think it's going to be a battle on its hand on your hands to take on the warden. And personally I'm looking forward to that. Right. Yeah, I saw some of the designs also, uh, the different concepts, um, and they were talking about, uh, what is the word I'm looking for? Trypophobia? The, um, the, the which fear, is fear of, of holes fear, or something? Fear of holes or uh, repeating 
repeating holes, looking for a balance between something that was terrifying but still friendly filled. But it wasn't going to get wasn't going to give know. you nightmares at night when you're laying in bed, sort of thing. Exactly. Yeah. But still, I mean, I think it's uh, I you know just going into uh, why we're here theory. Uh, mm -hmm. I think it's going to be one of the hardest bosses. You know, I'm that's and on that note as far as the loot uh <laughs> they better have something better than that because uh string and rotten flesh <laughs> i mean for the dragon you get the uh the the dragon egg and the head uh you know it's a bunch of xp um the weather you know has uh its drops and its uses for the drops so you would think, in theory, that the, the Warden's going to have something loot, but the drop from the Warden, I'm really uh, inter interested in, because they haven't said anything, yeah. uh, what, what that's going to do, See. or if it's going to introduce any kind of new mechanic mm. uh, use for the game. Well, see, the thing is, you need to have a reason to go down into the deep dark. Besides the fact that it's something new, you need to have a reason to go into it. Like the Bastions, right? When they first come out in 1.16, everyone couldn't wait to get into the Bastions because it was something new. But when you go now into the Nether and you stumble upon a Bastion, you don't go, oh, it's just a Bastion. You go, oh, it's a Bastion. Because you know you're going to find Netherite, well, usually you're going to find Netherite in there, or you're going to find tools, or you're going right. to find gold, or you're going to find something that makes it worthwhile to risk going in there. So I th right. I think yes you are going to get decent loot in the in the um the deep dark in the cities. I think and I think there's enough teasers probably in the in the Minecon live um videos to indicate that they haven't told us everything. Um but yes, I think if you're going to take on what's being hyped up as the hardest mob in the game, you're going to want something on par with a beacon or better than a beacon um because obviously right. you beat the wither you get the wither star you turn that into your beacon um for those that don't know but you're going to i think you're going to want something the equal of that if not better for taking out what is being said to be the hardest mob in the game no doubt too if people find ways to cheese the deep dark no doubt in a subsequent one update um it'll be made harder again oh exactly mm. i mean but you know, Minecrafters, they'll find ways, uh, especially the, te the uh, technical community, mm -hmm. they'll find ways to 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 cheese it or uh, automate it or... Um... Saying that, um, you know, that's probably a correction that needs to come out from the previous podcast because I said I couldn't think of a way to actually make an automated frog light farm with the magma cubes. Uh, I've seen you can now. Use a golem and they whack them and they put them down. So I stand corrected on that one. See, smarter people than me. Right, right. Yeah, smarter people than me. So, Well, uh, there's there's people that spend uh, just a bunch of time in creative just testing testing uh, a lot of things. Raceworks yeah. is one of those. He, he spend, after every snapshot, he'll spend a whole stream just trying different things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very much so. It's it's actually very enjoyable to watch those at times too. Excited. I'm excited for the Warden uh, uh, and the Deep Dark Cities 
the most out of the the wild update um i'm curious to see what else they're going to do with uh other biomes other than the swamp um they've only alluded to uh a couple other things so yeah we'll see what happens well the thing is you know you never know what's going to come out because you know who expected frogs were getting frogs so you know you, you never know Oh, sorry, frog lights. I mean, like that wasn't announced at the in the announcement, so you never know what, oh, yeah, you, yeah. what you're going to get. So. Uh, moving on to the uh, next topic, probably controversial, uh, sensitive top topic: uh, fair use in Minecraft. Uh, mm. I've seen. I won't. We won't go into. Uh, specific channels or anything but uh there there's been issues and and it's something that's been going on uh the use of other people's content um i'm looking at the website uh from youtube and it says fair use is a legal doctrine that says you can reuse copyright protected material under certain circumstances without getting permission from the copyright owner mm. So there's there's uh, different uh, circumstances where you can use different uh, pieces of footage or or things like that. Yeah, it's so, a, it's um, a, it, it's a very it's very much an area full of gray, and it oh, definitely it, and it's very much an area uh, filled with danger. I guess, for lack of a better term. Um, the, and it's interesting you note the, the page that says fair use when it comes to Minecraft, well, on YouTube, because on the very next page, it's got the first rule of copyright, which is you cannot use other people's stuff. So <laughs> I guess you know, there's going to be two schools of thoughts here. All right? And I think it also very much goes down and depends on... <sighs> There's de there's different degrees, I think, of fair use and copyright and all that. So as an example, and one thing that annoys me as a builder is when you see people in their videos or on putting up photos on Instagram or stuff like that, they will have clearly have used someone else's build and right. they'll present it as, without saying it, they're presenting it as, I have built this and then you'll have people going down in the comments and giving them subscriptions and pats on the back saying you're such an amazing builder and it's just like the comments liked by the by the video maker not oh but actually you need to have ref you know you should this credit for this particular bill goes to this person that is mm -hmm. i feel that's a breach of copyright that's taking someone's intellectual property now not that i've seen any of my builds taken and used in such a way but I do know that there are other creators out there that are taking more than inspiration, shall we say, uh, from their builds. Right. And, and that's wrong. It's wrong. It, like, I don't see a problem with someone's finding a build, um, say what you did in season one of Interrealms, right? You built the whole mining right. area outside the shopping district, which looked absolutely amazing. But what you did do is you gave full credit to every single content creator out there that you either use the schematic of or had inspiration from or something like that so there's nothing wrong with actually using people's builds 
as long as oh, I don't think as long as you say hey this was actually originally done by so and so here's the link it's when you sit back right. and you and I know this isn't exactly where you wanted to go with this topic but I think it's a, a very important um no introduction one of to the it points I want to talk about well I think it's one of the, oh. the biggest ones out there and I think I think you know some people get a reputation out there built on not their own creativity and they're not their own skill levels and I think that's wrong and it puts other right. and it puts um, and it puts sorry to keep going here but go it's something that I'm passionate about and you can probably tell that my whole tone has changed uh, from the earlier part of the discussion we're talking about the warden to now because this I think is a very big problem out there is people just want to do whatever they can to get the subscribers in and get as big as possible and, oh. if, and if that means treading on someone else's intellectual property for their own benefit they will just do it and it's wrong Definitely. and it's wrong youtube's definition of fair use uh really uh, applies to the use of the content the uh, uh footage um but i totally agree with you i mean just as an example i am building a base right and interior just the layout we're just talking the layout was someone else's design mm -hmm. um i don't know whether or not i should say uh but everything else everything else uh the block palette used the uh the shell around the layout uh and everything else that's going in there is totally transformative and that's the thing about fair use you can you reuse copyrighted material uh, one of the circumstances is is it transformative but then when should you credit that person if you transform something enough should you still credit them when does it become your own and not someone else's design or idea or build i guess that is a call that if every person as their own independent content creator should probably answer for themselves um and where they feel is you know at what point are they being honest with both themselves but also their viewers as well um you know i can only speak right. for myself on that particular point of view and i can reference um a recent stream that i did on twitch where i started designing my season three base for interrupts and you know i was building a for those that don't know i'm going for a stargate theme and i started by making this one started to build a tower and i am not even going to hide behind it i'm taking very much inspiration from this particular part of the build from good times with scar from season seven um i think it was when he's one of his big dig builds because i just love it but i'm changing it and I'm, i am going to change it and it won't probably look exactly the same um when it's finished but i still feel it's only right and proper a to give credit to the person who's originally come up with the concept that i'm building on but also, mm -hmm. B, it's fair to my viewers, I think, too. For, you know, I, I don't think it's fair to turn around and say, hey, guys, look at this amazing thing that I've built. Because I'm taking right. inspiration. And, and I'm sure that out there, too, you know, and I can say on that stream, you know, there was two or three people that were there watching that to watch my design process. So even though I was um, taking inspiration from Scar's build, you know, it is different. It's smaller, it's more compact, it's got different angles, it's got different size, but you can see similarities when you look at the two. And I think it was right. important to those few that were there to watch my design process 
for them to understand that it's okay to get inspiration. It's okay to go and look at other builders and go, that's really cool. Can I do something like that? But be prepared to say, hey, the inspiration for this came from this person. That's my thought. As smaller content creators, uh, benefits us to say, hey, we were inspired by someone. Uh, if that someone happens to see our build and, it, and they're like, yeah, I like what you did with my design. But even the bigger content creators, uh, Mumbo in season uh, eight, his design, he pulled from a picture or, and he several times several times referenced it and credited the person that uh, he was using that reference picture from. Mm -hmm. And I've seen, you know, other bigger content creators who they're inspired from. And even like uh, Doc M77's uh, base for season eight, uh, which I loved, he actually said he had uh, kind of a... a a community or a design team or something like that mm -hmm. where they were helping him design builds uh, that he could use. It just goes back to using schematics and things, you know, these tools that, uh, that help us streamline builds and build bigger things. Mm -hmm. It always, you know, and they have websites like Planet Minecraft that the creators, all they really ask when they put these things out for free, schematics, mods, whatever, is to be credited in a video. And I don't think it's only fair to, like they're the ones that have designed it. You know, how is it fair for someone to take a schematic or even not even just a schematic, but even just a photo and copying basically what's in the photo block for block sort of thing. Now it's only fair. Like, you know, it's something that I'm passionate about because, you know, when I be, when I make something original, Yep, all credit should come to me. But when I'm getting inspiration from somebody, it's only fair that that person gets some some sort of credit as well to say, hey, guys, you need to go check out that person X, Y, Z, because they're the ones that have actually come up with the original design. Not sit there and take the pat on the back and say, oh, yes, I am such a good builder. Ha, ha, ha. That is wrong for me. That's wrong. But I think, right. I think when right. it comes to uh, this whole fair use topic, there's a completely separate line of here as well. And this is one that's going to get really gray and it's going to get, mm -hmm. everyone will come down on a side of this. And it's taking someone's video right, and repurposing it into your own video. Now, I am going to name it a particular top, a channel here because I know in the early days of, of their channel, um, it was a, starting to get a big problem. And that's Spadetti. And... A lot of their builds were getting pilfered off of YouTube, uploaded by other randoms onto TikTok and getting millions of views and, and Instagram right. as well. And it was a serious problem and it was and it was getting them down. And, you know, that's that is wrong. But then you've got right. the other side of it where you're going to have the fair use thing coming in. It's where someone takes a video of a creator and puts it together in a compilation such as top 10 starter homes. Right. And then sits there and goes, number 10 is this one by Bob and shows the video and, and talks over the top of it and they do their top 10. That, right. for me, 
is very grey. I watch uh, science videos on YouTube as well. And mm-hmm. um, one in particular I absolutely love. His name is Simon Dan. And he's got half a million um, followers or subscribers. And the other one that I also like is uh, the Creaky Blinder. Yeah, absolutely hilarious guy. Um, and what they do is they take people's videos. and <laughs> It's usually flat earther videos, which <laughs> always good for a laugh anyway. But they, Simon Dan will sort of like educate people. Like they'll take the clips, then they'll say like for purpose of review or debate sort of thing and break them down and mm-hmm. say, well, here's the actual science behind it. Creaky Blinder just makes fun of them. <laughs> it makes them look like an idiot, which is what they are. So what they're doing is they're taking the videos and they're showing portions of the video and making their commentary on it, which no one has a problem with. But when someone takes a Minecraft video of a build and puts it into something similar, where they're putting it into a compilation, then people start getting their backs up saying, how can you take my stuff and use it? That's breach of copyright. It's probably not because it probably falls under fair use. But I've got right. two. I've got two problems with that. My number one problem is you should be asking permission to use that. Yeah. And two, how easy is it to go and take a number of videos, whack them together on an editor, put some commentary over the top, and get yourself a few thousand subscribers with very little work? On that point... Um... Uh, we had some discussion about this uh, over Twitter. Um, I'm, I'm not going to name the creators, but yeah, you're right about the uh, the Spadetti thing. I I do remember that. And <laughs> since we're uh, uh, since we're mentioning Spadetti, my my base design, my base uh, layout that's Spadetti. I thought it might. Have I like the layout, but I, I I changed just about everything. But I mean, mm-hmm. I was inspired by Spadetti. <laughs> yeah. The uh, compilation videos. The way I felt about that is okay, if someone is putting together a compilation video and they say they've got 75,000 subscribers and they take your, your video and put it into their, uh, their top 10, and you've only got maybe. 100 subscribers or whatever to me that I, I thought that was an honor you know to to say to be considered a top 10 you know I, I, I wow they thought my video was in the top 10 and maybe maybe that would get me some exposure I've kind of maybe changed my mind looking at this fair use thing on YouTube uh, one of the points the fa- four factors of fair use the effect of the use upon the potential market for or value of the copyrighted work. The uses that harm the copyright owner's ability to profit from their original work are less likely to be fair uses. The person that's putting out these compilations, I can see now, person that uh, that's putting out these compilations are profiting more than the original creator. Um, so maybe there is some merit to that. I still feel that traffic is brought my way because I'm, I was putting it in a top 10. I'm all for that, but, uh, there's, it's, it's a gray area. I mean, where do you draw the line? 
And, you know, when you said that to me as well, I was on the same... I agreed with you. I could see it from both sides. Actually, I could see it from three sides. It's a triangle. <laughs> you know, yes, the original creators are getting exposure. Let's assume that this person that's making the compilations are giving... For, for a moment, let's assume that they're giving all due credit to the people that's meant to go to, right? So, yes, the smaller creators are getting the exposure. Yes, that's 100% true. But then the flip side is it of it is that the person that's making the compilations are getting a big following based on not their own work, right? There, there is a big creator out there, and I'm reluctant to say the name because fanboys will jump on board and it won't be good. But there is a creator out there that I think is getting very close to a million subscribers and nine farms out of 10 on that channel is someone else's work that's just been reimagined for lack of, <laughs> no pun intended for reimagined, but they've been like reworked, retooled. It's exactly the same. Right. It's exactly the same mechanic. It's just like a different shell or it's bigger or it's slightly smaller. Or it's changed just a little bit, you know, and... Everyone, and I, I see it all the time, you know, on the fa on Facebook groups and that someone asks, how do you do this? And they go, oh, go look up this channel because, you know, they've got all the farms. And it's like, well, actually, yes, you're right. <laughs> but that to me is a problem. Right. And that's probably my biggest problem with the whole thing, the whole side of it, is that there are people out there building monetized platforms, not necessarily using their own work to do it. And hey, look, this has been a problem since mankind began. You know, there's always people that are prepared to sit back and play, take the easy road and walk on top of other people. I think fair, I think a fair use, if someone, I think the thing that would fix this whole thing, this whole thing is if you had not given permission to any creator to use your content in any way, you have the ability to get it removed in some capacity. Mm -hmm. That would fix everything. Take the gray out of the whole situation. You know, if someone wanted to make a top 10 compilation with your builds in it or your farm in it or whatever, and you say no, they should have to come to you and say, hey, can I use this in this? And you should have the ability to say yes or no. Not have to sit there and go, oh, look, this person's used my stuff again. And you might take steps to do something about it, but then you just get back, oh, it's fair use doesn't sit right to me right you know and then on the flip side of it as well is you got the ones out there that do and i believe do continue to do this to spaghetti stuff and other people's where they just take the footage slap their own logos and that on it and just upload it as their own thing get a million views and make money on it because then you know I, i've right. i've seen it i've seen it on that facebook group you know the the person behind the spaghetti account has posted their pictures up there and you get all these followers saying that's not your build and so well actually it is you know and but you know they've seen it somewhere else thinking that it's someone else's design and someone's work else's work and it's not right it, that that is that part of this whole fair work thing is completely wrong and it needs something needs to be done about it. i don't know what but something needs to be done about that right. where you get the well, gray where you get the gray area is this whole creative fair oh this fair use thing you know, because people can sit there and use other people's builds for a compilation. And I'm reading, you know, the fair use page here. For purposes such as criticism, review, quotation. Technically, they could be reviewing it. So it's used as a review. So a review or a reaction, you know, reaction video. Uh, it's it's this, I think, this whole fair use. Human beings 
We've been doing this thing for a long time. There's really not a whole lot of new stuff. There's nothing new under the sun, meaning it's all been done before. It's really, really hard to come up with something 100% original these days mm -hmm. because someone's going to pick it apart and say, that right there, I've seen that somewhere else. Yeah. You're stealing from them. Mm -hmm. My last point is what at what point do you not credit another person saying it's all yours? It's 100% yours. Look, I, I think... And this will probably be my last sort of topic on it, my last point as well. And I think it's probably a good rule of thumb, and it's the one that I follow. If in any way you have used any sort of inspiration from any external source that is not your own brain, give a credit, give a credit, and or ask permission. Right. You're using a picture as reference. Um, what would you show the picture you used? like mumbo did or would you just say um i saw a picture i but this is 100 percent my design based on that picture so i don't know and unfortunately <laughs> you're never going to get the answer one way or other and you know people listening to this are probably sitting here going what a muppet <laughs> you know to some of the, the views that i've put forward or, you know, for them, it might be striking close to home because maybe they've done something similar to that in the past and thinking I'm a complete moron from my point of view on that particular thing. Or you might have those sitting there going, exactly, we've been saying the same thing. And this is both the good thing, I guess, and the bad thing about it. The good thing is, you know, we're all allowed to have our own opinion and we all got that different thought and the, that different line in the sand that sort of for other people to, to sort of hand by. The bad side of it is there's no solution in sight that's the problem and, right. and for those that are willingly and going out there and stealing the spadetti's works and that sort of sphere and monetizing themselves on that work that's never going to change you're never going to be able to stop it. it it once once the the gates open and the horse is bolted you're never going to close it again um yeah how do you stop it and that's the problem with it but you know people with a conscious that trying to do things the right way it's really simple using any sort of inspiration give credit this is why uh we have this podcast uh to to explore and theorize about the things that deal with minecraft ask the hard questions this podcast about fair use and upcoming ones we may not have the answers deal... we may not have the answers but we ask the questions exactly right right just to to start a dialogue uh in the community you know, because it is an issue. Uh, fair use is an issue. So thank you once again for joining me, Minor Thoughts, and the Troj here on Minecraft Lab. We've talked about a tough subject today. Fair use on YouTube within the Minecraft community. It's a tough one to nail down. A lot of gray area. On the lighter side of things, we talked about the Warden. Something we hope, we are hoping to see in the next snapshot for 1.19 a wild update. So again, thank you and we'll see you in the next one.